Welcome to Rise with Reluca. I am your host, Reluca, a soul and energy alchemist, energy healer, homeopath, inner voice facilitator, intuitive, and so much more. I'm a Pisces sun, Cancer moon, Cancer rising, so an intuitive soul, and I am a 6-2 generator, here to lead by example, teach from my experiences, and to help women heal from the good girl programming. In this podcast, we talk about everything mind, body, soul, spirituality, past lives, ancestral healing, and beyond. Together, we will break out of old systems, beliefs, and programming and take charge of our own lives. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rise with Reluca. This is episode two. Today, we are talking about the world acting as our mirror. And before we dive into that, I'm just going to share a little tidbit about how I've been feeling energetically in the world right now, in case somebody else is feeling this way too. And I thought it would be fun to share. So earlier this week, I started getting this feeling like nothing is real. Like I would go outside and go for a walk, trying to ground. And I just felt so disconnected from everything. Kind of like you know, like walk, looking at the world through a window, like there's something separating you from it. Like it's, you're not really there with it or it's not really there with you. And I was having this feeling so intensely at the beginning of the week. So right now it's Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, like that feeling was just wild. And I talked to some other people. I'm not the only one feeling this way. It's just like this sensation that nothing is real. And also just being a little low on mood and energy. I've been feeling intuitively and logically into what would help. So I've been trying a lot to ground. So doing grounding meditations, grounding exercises, and just going outside. Also movement. I've been doing at least 10 minutes a day of movement of some sort of exercise to help me ground into my body. And then I go for a walk once a day or more if I can but if I'm being honest it's just been once a day and then I also felt this need to have juices and putting minerals in water I feel think minerals are very important right now and very grounding so that can either be like trace minerals drops which is what I have been using or a high quality sea salt and I've also been using that sometimes but I did get some trace mineral drops and I just put like one or two drops in my water and that has been helpful So yeah, I was also talking to other people feeling this way and um, we, I made a deal with Lena from, um, that I co-host Lab of Life podcast with that we would, every day we would do meditation, like just sitting in our own energy. We would do a forgiveness meditation. We would practice gratitude exercises and go outside every day for a walk and um, also do like 10 minutes of movement. So this is just to help ground in the body and also to help just raise our vibration and raise our dopamine because it just feels like, I don't know, dopamine has been low lately, that feel-good hormone. It's like hard to find things that are really exciting or like tap into that joy frequency and I know a lot of people have been feeling this way too so if you need some things to boost your energy if you are have been looking for something to like help boost you up maybe you want to 
jump on that challenge. Like we're trying to do it for 30 days and just have a checklist of doing those things daily to help boost the vibration, help ground in the body and just feel more connected. And honestly, the walks and the grounding, it has been help- helping. Like you, I don't always feel like doing it, but I am feeling better overall since Monday. So that is that. Okay. So today, in today's episode, we are talking about the world as our mirror. This is a concept that underlies everything I do in my work and everything I stand by. I just so strongly believe that everything in the world is our mirror. Like, like I have to say it's a belief because I guess it's not scientifically proven, but it's like one of those things that I just know in my bones. This is like the deepest truth. This is my deepest truth that everything in our reality is our mirror it is a mirror of what is going on within and you know we've been hearing this from ancient times for as far back as we can think that you you hear those things like as above so below as within so without so this is it the world is our mirror what is happening outside of us and that includes our physical health and body that is you know outside of us, outside of our soul essence. Our relationships, our environment, our abundance, everything is just a reflection of what is going on within, of what is going on in our energy. It is just the physical manifestation, the physical representation of what is going on within. When we like something outside of us that is a mirror that's reflecting something within us that is ready for that joy for that love to receive when we like the things that are going on outside of us that's a mirror so it's mirroring something good you've been doing that work like some you're allowing it in something is happening but also when we don't like what is happening when we are triggered when something feels uncomfortable and hard it's also a mirror it's because Our external environment is showing us something within us that doesn't match our soul frequency. So I believe the way this works is that our soul, just the pure essence of who we are, has this frequency. And all it wants is to be fully self-expressed and it wants for you to come here to be who you came here to be. So you came here with dreams and like certain energy and you came here to just express yourself and play and have fun and leave room for joy and be a little wild and follow your passions and do that hobby and you know everything you came here to be but there are things that have been placed on us that was that like stumble what is the word I'm looking for that like push down or put out the fire of that frequency of who we really are. Those are beliefs. Those are unprocessed emotions. They're unprocessed traumas, like things that have happened to us emotionally, physically, um, small or big, that we have 
carried, that we carry onto our energy, that we put on top of our soul frequency that doesn't allow us to be who we really are. So, you know, we all have these things that stop us from being who we really are, how we want to like show up and do something. And there's another really little voice that's like, no, you shouldn't do that. It's not safe to be seen. It's not safe to show up. It's not safe to ask for what you need. You shouldn't make art. You shouldn't just spend time knitting or whatever because it's not logical. It's not going to bring you anything. It doesn't bring money. All of these things we stifle. That's the word I was looking for originally. Stifle. We stifle down who we really are with these beliefs. And what the world does with the triggers that we experience with the uncomfortable things, it it's like it pushes on those beliefs. It shows us the beliefs that we hold that go against who we are. And it gives us an opportunity to release them and to work through that. Because like I said, our soul, we came here to be as fully self-expressed as we can be. And we are supposed to trust those inner nudges that we feel that are often beyond logic. You know, when you have that feeling like, oh, I just feel like I should go for a walk today or create something or start an Instagram account for my art or whatever it is. And part of us, the logical part of us, the mind and beliefs are pushing down on that to tell us to not do it because it's not logical, because it might be a waste of time and of energy. But when we work with our soul frequency, with our pure desires from our heart, from our gut, wherever you feel it intuitively, that leads to results beyond what even makes sense like think of a time that you marveled at how you were able to meet someone or how an opportunity came to you seemingly out of nowhere in no way could you have planned this it doesn't even make logical sense and that is how things work when you are in the world of energetics when you are in the world of following your soul and following your intuition this is how things work It's just you follow the nudges with trusting it. You express yourself as fully as you can and just trusting it. And then the universe brings things to you because you are open, because you trust it, because you follow the nudges. And if we block those parts of ourselves, then those opportunities can't find you and your people can't find you because you are hiding who you are and they are looking for that frequency that matches theirs. But it's not there because you hid it. So it's so important to just be ourselves. But I understand because I experience this also all the time that we have beliefs and triggers in the way that make us hide who we really are. That it's like the shield, this mask that we put upon ourselves to show a different face to the world, to show up as what we think is acceptable or what we think the logical thing is. Triggers and things that are uncomfortable point out exactly that. They point out those masks. They point out those beliefs. Because when we want to move forward, our soul will get our attention in any way we will listen. So this can happen either because, you know, it's predetermined. Your soul is like, I came here to do this thing. 
nothing can stop me and this girl is just wasting way too much time so we are gonna make her listen or it can happen because you set an intention that you want something to happen you set an intention you're like I want the job of my dreams I want the relationship of my dreams I want my dream home I want to travel full-time I want all like whatever it is that you want whatever your goal is so you put out that goal and then the universe is like okay but where is she being a person that can't hold that where where is who she is not matching who she needs to be in order to receive all those things in order to be embodied in that life your soul the universe will start showing you exactly where you are holding things that are not fitting of what you want or where you are meant to be when this happens when this starts happening to point out those triggers whatever we're carrying those beliefs it starts happening in small ways and it starts with a whisper and then it goes into a scream. It gets louder and louder every time. So oftentimes we don't listen in the first time. So it repeats itself and it gets a little more uncomfortable. And then we don't pay attention that time. So the lesson repeats itself and it gets a little more uncomfortable and a little more uncomfortable until we really notice it and we don't have a choice. And oftentimes, like honestly, sometimes we don't even realize we're in the same pattern, especially when it has something to do with relationship dynamics or work dynamics or financial matters. You you could be stuck in the same loop over and over again and you don't even notice it. Every time you act like, oh, it's an entirely new thing. Like, I've like, this is frustrating all over again. Like this, it's like you forget that it happened before. So this is why things like therapy are so valuable and so important because there can be somebody else that's impartial that can listen to your experiences and point out where this has happened before. Because as we talked about before, awareness is just the first, it's the first step. And it's one of the most important steps. Like without awareness, what can we do? Well, that's not true. Sometimes we can release things even without being aware of what they are. Like we can release things somatically without being aware of what they are. But that's just in cases that it's not important to know. In some cases, it's not important to know and we just need to release. And in other cases, we do need to be aware of them to to really learn that lesson and release it. So both things can be true. Your messages and your triggers start off as whispers and they get louder and louder until we listen, until it's really hard to ignore and until we have no choice but to let go and heal that thing because the the option of staying the same is more uncomfortable than the option of changing things. And that's a lot of times what it needs to come down to sadly like we are so comfortable in our present discomfort it's like the thought of going into the unknown is more uncomfortable than being in where we are which is also uncomfortable so that needs to flip that needs to flip that where we are becomes more uncomfortable that we just don't even care where we're going we're like this is so uncomfortable like where i'm going has to be better and sometimes that's what it needs to come down to but we don't need to let it get that far because just trust that wherever you're going even with the discomfort of change 
it's going to be better. Like the only way we can go is up. If our intention is to heal and our intention is to move forward in our lives and be more soul aligned and be more connected with ourselves, with our intuition and have more healed relationships and have a healed relationship with money and relationship with our body. If our intention is to heal, we need to trust that wherever we are being pushed in our life is going to lead to something better. It's going to lead to a change for the better. So we also have to remember that the only constant in life is change. That is the only constant. We want to cling on to the patterns that we've been in or the way that things are because we feel a certain safety in the predictability of how things were. But it's a false, it's a false safety, honestly, because every, the, like I said, the only constant in life is change. And I'm sure you've heard that as well, that things things change. And that's also part of um, working with our nervous system, which I'll talk about a different time. But we need to have space in our nervous system. We need to have a healed enough nervous system to be able to handle and feel okay in things changing. Because that's often another one of the things that keeps us from being okay with change, with being okay with going into new things, into the unknown, because our nervous system is so overworked and it's so stressed out and a lot of that is holding on to those old fears beliefs emotions and unprocessed like the unprocessed emotions that the nervous system is just like so full that it cannot handle the possibility of something being new and different and too much it 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 can feel like too much so we also need to send some love to that nervous system and we will talk about that another time but Anyways, um, we do get to that place where we need to choose the discomfort of the unknown versus the discomfort of being where we are. But we don't have to wait for it to become a scream. We can like train ourselves to become aware and become aware of when the um, triggers happen and we can consciously choose a new reality. We can choose to change. We can choose we can choose change and it get, it's easier the quieter the trigger is. The other thing that happens is that after we heal the belief or release the underlying energy and emotion that was bringing on that repeating pattern that was bringing on that trigger, the universe will bring up the trigger again one more time just to make sure we healed it, just to make sure that we really meant it, that we are changing, that we are changing that lesson. And the no, the way we know if we did this is that when the trigger comes up, that it doesn't bring up an emotional charge like it used to. Because we changed when we shift our energy, a part of us changes, like we changed to become more ourselves. But because we changed on that energetic level, whenever that trigger comes up, the heightened emotions or the emotional charge is no longer there. And that is a good sign that we healed it. And also we react to the situation in a different way. We, we act in a new way because our energy has changed. We are different. We are more ourselves and we act and think and feel in a different way and the amazing thing is that this happens unconsciously like we don't even have to try it's interesting because in that moment we act in a different way we respond to the trigger in a different way and we feel more centered and it's really not even it's more when we look back on that event or 
maybe if you're aware, you notice it within like, oh, I acted different or I'm acting different or this used to happen and I would like fall apart and now I'm completely fine and I'm just going to walk away from the situation and I don't even care. You act completely differently and it's all a result of the energetic shift that you make. And this is how this works with the triggers, with the world being our mirror. And then when you finally healed that particular trigger when the universe sent you a little test then it's like okay she got what she needed he got what he needed they got what they needed and now I can bring them something to match the new energy so this is when new people will come into your life new opportunities will come into your life new job offers more abundance all of the things, all as a result of you changing your energy, because with this, you probably also changed your boundaries. You also probably changed your beliefs and what you think you deserve and your standards. So as a result of changing all of those things to match your new standards, your, uni the, your universe. Well, yeah, it is your world. We're all living in our own world, little world. Your universe, the universe will bring you something new to match your new standards so it is better it is lighter it is more where you are this is where you're like yay change and change is good so with the world being our mirror and it's sending messages to us through triggers sending messages of what needs to be changed through triggers they will come through our physical body through our relationships through our financial and material stability, through our work, and through our surrounding environment. <sighs> Just going to have a sip of water. It's a lot of information. And first, I will start with the physical body. Honestly, this is, I think this is the biggest one, the hardest to ignore, because it is just always there. It is ever-present. It is a part of us like you just you wake up and you notice how you're feeling you notice how you're feeling all throughout the day if there's a pain or ache or something's uncomfortable you notice it because your body is on you whereas other things you can sometimes ignore I think the body's the hardest to ignore and then relationships and then your financial material needs although like this order might be switched for certain people like whatever whatever is more noticeable for you but for me since my physical body is the thing that I notice the most and my physical body used to give me a lot of anxiety when things weren't feeling right I would pay attention to those messages the most whereas other people maybe it's not your biggest messenger maybe other things you notice other things more than your physical body maybe you have more trust in your physical body I don't know. But for me, I noticed the physical body the most. And I did used to get a lot of anxiety about that. I have healed that a lot because I have noted that the more we change our frequency, the more we work energetically and heal ourselves, the more our body will communicate, but in a faster way. So symptoms can come and go a lot, a lot faster. And I have had symptoms and I still have some, I will tell you about, but nothing is wrong physically. Like nothing comes up. Like I can go get it checked out at the doctor and everything's fine, but I feel it and it's there. And honestly, it can drive me crazy. So anyways, this used to give me a lot of anxiety, but now I have a lot more trust in my body. And I just think it's interesting how 
the body speaks to us. And there is a lot of information out there about how the physical body is connected energetically. They have written books on this. Um, there's quite a few, but the one that I think most people know is um, How to Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Or You Can Heal Your Life. Yeah, it's called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. So she talks about the energetic meaning under underlying of physical symptoms. There are other ones, and I cannot think of the names right now, but on it, if you Google it, it'll come up. I have found, however, that I don't find that the meanings of all of those symptoms resonate anymore. And I don't know if it's because we have been changing energetically that I think maybe the meanings have become more finessed or shifted a little bit. So I will, will refer to those books sometimes with a client and I will read the meaning and then be like, wait, but I don't feel like this actually resonates for you. I feel like the reason this is coming up for you is because blah, 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 blah. And I use my intuitive feelings and then that resonates with them more. That like clicks on clicks on a feeling for them. So I do think this is evolving a bit and has been changing a bit, but there is still so much valuable information in those books and I do still refer to them a lot. But we do also have to trust our intuition and pick and choose what doesn't resonate. And if something really doesn't resonate, I'm like sometimes it could be because maybe you're not ready to see it, but if it does resonate, it will trigger something within you. So either it'll make you, you'll be like, oh, this is exactly it. This is what I've been feeling. Or if it makes you angry, what if it brings up an emotional reaction, that is a good sign that it's it's touching on something. It's touching on a point because um, if it doesn't resonate at all, then it would just be neutral. It would just, yeah, it wouldn't even touch you. Yeah, every part of the body and every physical symptom we can have has an energetic underlying meaning. Everything that's going on with the body has an energetic underlying meaning. And think of it this way. Let's talk about like getting a flu, like getting a virus or a bacterial infection, whatever. If people around you are getting sick, everybody in a room can be exposed to that same sick person, to that same virus, to that same whatever. And some people will get sick and some people won't. And Yes, that's because the immune system, their immune systems are up and down, like sometimes they might be weakened, but sometimes someone seems perfectly healthy and takes such good care of themselves and they're not stressed out and you would think that the immune system is strong, but they still get sick while other people don't get sick. And I strongly believe this is because of an energetic predisposition you had, like we had to allowing ourselves to get sick like sometimes that needs to happen like sometimes it's a clearing we need to clear something out sometimes we need to rest like there needs to be an energetic predisposition there to even allow that to happen like falling and skinning your knee let's say I'm walking down the street and I trip on nothing and I fall and I like hurt my right knee and this has happened so there's so many things here like we think things just happen by accident but energetically, there is an energetic predisposition there. Like, why didn't I fall and hit my skip, hit my left knee? Or why wasn't it my 
arm that got hurt or whatever. Like the way you fall is all energetic. So if I fell and hit my right knee, it could be, you know, fear of moving forward. It could be anger around a partnership. It could be like something like that, right? And if it was the left one, it would have been the feminine side. It would have been of relationship around the feminine or being afraid of moving forward with my feminine. And so everything means something. And if we look at the body energetically with the different parts of the body, like the energy centers, each energy center is connected to something energetically. So um, the throat, the throat chakra, that is all about communication. It's about expressing ourselves. It's about expressing our creativity, speaking up about what is on our heart. So throat symptoms next symptoms are often when we are holding back when we are not expressing ourselves and oh my gosh today (laughs) we're recording these um podcast episodes my throat is so itchy and like scratchy and i think it's because this is a clearing happening because i am expressing myself now so it's just coming up and then headaches around the third eye so the third eye chakra around our forehead a lot of people will get migraines when we're blocking things when we're blocking our intuition when we're not ready to see the truth of how things are or um, you can also get head pressure when your third eye is opening up so that is a third eye sign um, then the heart heart chakra heart center this is a place that holds that can hold grief so a lot of times when people are holding on to grief, unprocessed grief, it can show up as chest infections, like recurring chest infections. And honestly, this was a lot thing that I worked with a few times in homeopathy, where people would get like a recurring chest infection every, like every fall or one time a year, and it would just come back every year. So that was a sign of unprocessed grief. And there was a homeopathic remedy that helps push that, that there is homeopathic remedies for unresolved grief. So it helps you on an emotional level, but also helps you on a physical level because everything is connected. And this is why I loved homeopathy. Like homeopathy was the thing that led me into this world of healing and it really opened the door for me. Well, the first thing I ever did was a Reiki class while I was in university for science but then so that opened the door in a way in a big way and then when I was finishing school I felt that draw like that pull to start healing and working holistically and helping people heal so homeopathy really drew me because it worked energetically and it helped the physical body for physical symptoms, as well as the emotional body and the mental body. And it tied it all in with spirituality. It drew me and I had fantastic results with that personally. Like when I tried it on my when I got it for myself, like I signed up for school. I went to school for homeopathy. Like I signed up for the school without even having personally tried it myself. And once I, once I was already in school... I went to the student clinic and the result, and I had some doubts, right? Because it was a student clinic and I was like, maybe they won't get it right away. But the remedy they gave me, it worked overnight. Like I woke up a new person. It was just like the most amazing shift of my life. I want, should I say of my life? 
there's been like lots of amazing shift, but it was just like the most amazing shift at that time that I could have possibly imagined feeling. I felt so much lighter. So anyways, it's amazing. And it really opened up this big doorway for me to work energetically and holistically. And now I use it alongside many other things in my practice to help people heal from the inside out and to connect the spiritual, the mental, the emotional and physical bodies. Everything is connected. We are all working through this thread of life. I was telling you about all the different parts of the body, right? We were on the chest, the chest with the grief. And then because our heart center is all about love and it does hold grief um, and it can hold hurt and we can also like block ourselves from feeling love, like feeling and sending love unconditionally. So that can also show up as like tightness around the chest. And then we have our solar plexus, which is our power center, confidence center, where we take up all the space that we need. And when we feel blocked in this, a lot of women do feel blocked in their confidence center and their solar plexus. Because, you know, we do, like a lot of women overgive or feel like they should make themselves small to be safe and so many other reasons that we have. And oftentimes when you do overgive, you kind of feel like this energy, like you feel it here, especially if you're more in tune with your body, you just like feel that you're losing something here that feels like empty or hollow or heavy or something. So physically, this shows up as bloating. And it shows up as cravings for carbohydrates and sugar. We're trying to like refill it up with sunshine, whatever we whatever we feel is like a sunshiny warm food. So carbs feel like sunshine because so the color of this energy center of the solar plexus is gold. So it's like sun and it likes to be charged in the sun and it likes likes you to shine like the sun. And then we have our sacral center, which is right below our belly button. And this is our the center of our sexuality, of our creativity, our creation. This is where our creative ideas come through, our passion for life, our like sex drive, and it's connected to the reproductive organs for men and women. When you are not feeling creative, when you're not feeling connected to your creation, to your powerful energy of co-creating with the end, universe of bringing out your visions to life you can feel it there and it can manifest physically through those reproductive organs and you might also have a decreased sex drive and then the root the root chakra it's just at the base of your spine the color of that is red i didn't tell you the colors all colors of all of them but maybe this one was important so that chakra physically is connected to um, our adrenal glands because energetically, this is the chakra that lets us feel grounded and safe in our bodies and just that we have our material needs taken care of. So when we don't feel safe, when we don't feel safe in our bodies and um, we are stressed out, so when we're stressed out and anxious, we often don't feel safe. So physically, it's connected to the adrenal glands, but also like the physical organ, but also you feel it on your lower back. So lower back pain can have a lot to do with not feeling supported or not having your needs met. And then since we're talking about the back, 
I forget what the middle back is now, but the upper back is feeling like you're carrying the weight of the world. So like you're carrying too much, you tend to feel it on your shoulders. Um, and then another thing that comes up that's important to say right now, I think, is anger. We t- A lot of women have a hard time expressing anger, allowing anger, processing anger. So anger tends to be should to show up as tightness in the upper shoulders and as well in the jaw, like TMJ, just grinding your teeth. That's some pent-up anger that we have to work on releasing. Whew, maybe I'll do an episode on anger later. Okay. The physical symptoms can be like small or big. The more I've been working on myself energetically and the more that I know my clients have been working on themselves energetically, it's like their symptoms come and go so fast and they can be so intense. Like one funny symptom that I had not too long ago was cramping in my feet, like that muscle cramping, you know, like when you feel a Charlie horse, just like so that type of cramping usually means you're low in magnesium, but, and I have gotten that in my calf before, but it's just funny that I would get it in my foot. And when I was just like out and about and walking. So I was, uh, it was happening for a few days, just randomly. And one time I was out and I was scanning and walking around. So I couldn't just like sit down. So I started feeling it and it was in my left foot. It was, it was just tensing up. And then I thought about what the foot means and what the left side means. So it was a fear. It's like about moving forward and a fear of moving forward. So I like acknowledged it. And then I was like, I am ready to move forward. I'm not afraid. I'm letting go of fear. I am not ready to like, I'm not ready. I am ready to move forward. So I would affirm that to myself. And honestly, it just went away. And then it just didn't come back. And that was that. And it happened so fast. And it was just amazing. Um, other symptoms that I've had recently was dryness around the lips. And that's a, a fear of being seen or speaking up, which all resonates. And I have been working through that. It's been like a big thing that I've been working throughout my life, especially the past few years. And that symptom just came out, out like, like a month or two ago. And I think it's out gone now like it just it comes back but a little less intensely each time and I never had it before this so usually when things come out on a physical level it's because it's something that needs our attention that we need to clear out and sometimes it can be a sign of clearing of that the energetic work has already happened and the body is doing the clearing work now so um, when it is something like a sore throat after speaking up that is a sign that you have cleared if you when you have like a cold sniffly nose whatever that's a sign of clearing as well and that also was true is that's also true in homeopathic practice like when you take a remedy and it's helping you you will often get a cold or like something to push things out so in some cases we have to use our discernment of whether it's something that wants our attention or it's something that's already cleared and this is the sign of clearing. Oh yeah, I was also going to tell you that I have like symptoms that are that have lasted a long time. That's just something I'm still clearing throughout. So one symptom is like sinus tightness on my right, the right side of my sinus and like neck tightness. And there's nothing that shows up physically. 
I do think it could have something to do with the fascia physically. Like maybe that's what I'm going to work on that next. But I do know it's all energetic and it's a big energetic theme that I've been working through. And it just hasn't been, I haven't been ready to fully let go of that thing yet of or like fully walk through that lesson. So I'm really, really hoping that I will be in the next few months because this symptom, symptom has been around for a long time. So when we are working with the world being our mirror and the physical body being our mirror, we have to make sure that we are supporting our body on the physical and energetic level. So for example, if you do have like stomach problems and bloating problems, we want to make sure that you're doing everything you can necessarily that's necessary to help your gut feel better. So are you eating the right foods for you? Are you following a nutritious, like are you nutritious? Wow, I'm losing words. (laughs) Is your food nutritious? Are you nourishing yourself? Are you taking probiotics if your um, bloating is like on the lower gut or how is your stomach acid doing like do you have the necessary enzymes that you need sometimes you might need just to take a stomach enzyme supplement to help you break down foods and are you eating foods like that are low in processed in processing and without sugar and just like doing everything you can are you hydrating yourself are you drinking your lemon water are you doing all the things you can do so sometimes people are doing all the things they could possibly do but because the energy work hasn't been addressed it does not help them physically so imagine you are taking all those things you're nourishing your body physically you're being kind and good to your body but there's an underlying belief that is there that is working with that solar plexus area that says that I am not worthy or I'm not good enough you know like that center has a lot to do with worth so if there's a belief that says I am not worthy then it's not taking those nourishing nutrients up because it doesn't believe it's worthy like your body's like I'm not worthy I'm not worthy I'm just not gonna accept things because I'm not worthy of this I'm not worthy of the good stuff so it's like rejects it you're giving it all the good stuff and your energy, the body's energy isn't there ready for it to take up. So we have to work on this energetically as well to help it. And on the flip side, you could be doing the energy work, but if the building blocks aren't there, then you're not still not going to feel the results. So all of it works together. It works as a big picture and we need to address all the different parts. And they all have their value. And then we have relationships as our mirror. And this is a big one. And our closest relationships tend to be our biggest mirror. So that is our children, our parents, our partners. They will be our biggest mirrors. We are always interacting with each other and our energy fields are interacting with each other. Sometimes people will say like, oh, you shouldn't let people outside of you affect you or they can do whatever you want. Don't let it affect you. But the thing is, it does affect you. We are interconnected, especially when you're in a close relationship. You allow that person into your energetic field. You 
you are interconnected and human design helped me understand this a lot because the human design concept is based on our fields interacting together. So let's say when you get your human design chart done, which anybody can do, you can do this online, you can just search human design chart and then put in your birth information and it'll pop up. So in human design, we will have some centers defined and undefined. So when you have a defined center, it means you are in your energy, you know who you are in that center. And if it's undefined, it means you are open to influence from the external. And same with um, with channels. You can have like a channel defined or it can be half defined, which makes it a gate. So when you are in close proximity with somebody, when you are in a relationship, you're undefined center can pick up on energy from their defined center so let's say if somebody has an undefined throat center it means they have a hard time communicating consistently or expressing themselves consistently like sometimes you just won't have the words but if they are around somebody with a defined throat center they might pick up on their style of expressing themselves So the people with the undefined center can express themselves differently depending on who they are around and who has the defined throat center, which is so interesting. Same with those with those channels. Like if somebody has half a channel and the other person has the other half a channel, they'll interact and like that channel will light up. So I just thought this was amazing and it completely explains how we interact with each other. And that's another thing that not that I didn't believe that our energy interacts with each other like obviously believe that but that was another thing that helped solidify it was like an extra little proof for me pick up on frequencies from each other and we will reflect back to the other person a belief that they were holding about themselves so if they believe they're amazing you're gonna pick up on that and be like oh they are amazing because you know we are all amazing we are all amazing and we deserve love and we deserve all the things that we want so if somebody is like in their confidence and believing in themselves you are going to pick up and reflect that back to them you know how there's that person that just walks into a room and they just command your attention and they command respect and that is how you will treat them because that is their energy and you like feel that and you're like wow that person is really interesting (laughs) and then there's other people that I'm sure you might be able to think of, like that also that always like attract drama. Like even on TV shows, you'll notice somebody that always seems to like reality TV that always seems to attract the drama where the things always happen to them and people might like speak to them or treat them in a way that's unfair. And that is all the beliefs that they carry within themselves. And if they clear that up, nobody will dare speak to them that way. So it's all an energy and it's so important, our boundaries and how we carry ourselves. The thing is, if we have underlying beliefs that we're not good enough, then we don't set our boundaries and it's hard to hold boundaries because we have that belief. So we have to work on ourselves, but our relationships will reflect back to us our beliefs and where we need to build those boundaries. When something is triggering in a relationship, when somebody treats us in the way we don't like um, or does something that bothers us it might not have something to do with us directly but like it's in our proximity and it's bothering us that is a sign of a trigger something that we need to work with work on within ourselves 
So when that happens, ask yourself, what is it that I need to see here? What do I need to see within myself? What is the message here? And what persona am I playing out? What belief am I playing out? And am I ready to let this go and transform it? Like whatever that trigger is, will be touching on something within you. When a trigger happens, we tend to go in a loop. We tend to go in a loop and be like, well, this person doesn't care. Like they did this, so it means that and blah, 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 blah. And we just go in circles and circles and circles. Like let that happen if you want. Feel your emotions, but then like go deeper into it. Be like, what is it really here? What do I think it means when they do this? Like, what does it make me feel, really, without going into a circle of how, like, they're awful and they did this and they did that? Like, what does it mean for you? What is it showing you about yourself? And then we, like, work on clearing that out. Let's say you're afraid of telling people that you are into witchy spiritual stuff and you feel dismissed by your partner about the witchy spiritual stuff and by your friends and your family and they all think that you're crazy because of it and then ask yourself is there a part of you that feels that you're crazy because of it is there a part of you that thinks this is ridiculous and silly and you want to hide it because trust me once that is cleared up and you believe in yourself and you believe in this stuff nobody's gonna bug you about it anymore And if they do, you won't care because you are so sure of yourself and you're just going to brush it off. That's one way that that works. Relationships show us our triggers. They show us beliefs. And whenever those triggers come up, we have to let our emotions just flow out. We have to clear them all out and then deal with the underlying thing. We have to become aware of it. Like I said, awareness is a big, important thing. And then choose differently. And then the other way the world is our mirror is through abundance and our financial and material needs and also our work dynamics. So work dynamics fall under relationships and like even at work, see if you feel pushed around. Do you not feel valued or respected? Um, Again, it's going to show you where you're not confident in yourself. And also with work dynamics, oh, what was I going to say? I lost this. Oh, I just had it and I lost it. Oh, in instances where you feel like somebody doesn't take you seriously, but they didn't say anything about that. Like, you're just like, I feel like that person doesn't take me seriously. Or I feel like they think they're better than me. But that is just your projection. So what is it projecting? What is it that, what's what's it pointing out to you there when you think that somebody thinks that they're better than you? Is it that you think you're better than other people in some instances or that you feel that you're not good enough and when you see that you can start working on it and then abundance and financial and material needs so that can be not allowing yourself to receive because you're not feeling like you're worthy or not feeling like it's safe to receive and not allowing yourself to receive this belief can show up um, financially and materially and can also show up in relationships like are you not allowing yourself to receive love are you not allowing yourself to receive support and be taken care of and you know receive love in the way that you need and want and crave and like that attention that you crave so this can show up financially and it can show also show up in relationships with abundance if it's not where you would like it it can also be that belief of you're not feeling worthy 
um, and also feeling a lack of support from yourself and from the universe, like not trusting that you, the universe will take care of you, but also not trusting that you will take care of you. And it could also be not believing you have value. And yeah, like I said, that can show up financially and in relationships. Once we clear those things up, the way you show up in the world, the way your energy is changes and the actions that you want to take changes as well the way you carry yourself changes the way you speak changes your boundaries change and your standards change and as a result of all of those things changing within you you will show up differently and then the world starts to react differently to you what we need to do to start shifting these things to understanding how the world is our, like what the world is mirroring back to us. We need to start bringing awareness to what is happening. Make sure you note what is happening, note what is bothering you, but also note the good things. Like note like, wow, like this abundance is coming through right now, or I am so grateful for this. Like notice the things that are good. Notice the things you're grateful for because that is a good sign of where your energy is aligned with who you really are but when you don't like things when things are uncomfortable when things don't feel good ask yourself what it means and start really questioning everything become the observer observer and let yourself feel the emotions let yourself feel whatever is frustrating whatever feels negative if you feel like you want to cry cry let it out let it go and once you like let that go the message can become more clear. So it is so important here not to shove emotions down. If they want to come up, let them come up. Create a safe space for yourself to cry or be angry. You know, do some rage rituals. <laughs> like hit your pillow on something. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever helps you to get the emotions out. Because once that turbulence of the emotions stills, like... It's like waves, waves of emotions. And once the waves are gone, the water is still, and then you can see what's at the bottom. So that's what we need to do. We need to feel those emotions so we can see through to the bottom. That You do that by becoming the observer. And if you need support in this journey, you can join my membership. I have a membership called Alchemia when we work through the collective themes of each season together. So particularly through the last few months of the year, I'm working on how the world acts as our mirror. And then once a month, we have a group healing together online over Zoom. It's a group energy healing with whatever the theme is. And I also offer one-on-one healing sessions as well as the one-on-one mentorship. So if you do feel called to this, if you do need some support, but you don't know what the best thing would be for you, you can send me a DM on Instagram, or you can email me hello at relucavillapiana.com and uh, tell me a little bit about what's going on. And I'll let you know what the best option is for you. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode that you found some valuable insights about how the world acts as our mirror. So again, everything outside of us is a mirror of what is going on within us. This is a really old concept and this is something I fully stand by. So the way our relation, our body is and our physical symptoms, our relationships, our abundance, they're all a mirror of what's going on within the good and the bad. It's all a mirror. We need to be patient and learn to decode these and not treat them like they are the enemy. 
because they are just the messengers and we can change anything we want to change in our life. We have the power to do that. We have the power to choose differently, to choose a different path. You can wake up tomorrow and be a completely different person if you want to. Just so you know, the power is all within you and you've got this. So if you enjoy this episode, make sure you leave a review for the podcast and um, share with anybody that might enjoy it. Okay, until next time.